Yo, what's the deal, baby? This your boy, Uncle Luke, formerly of the Two Live Crew. You are listening to Pass It Down with Mike Silver and Natalie Silver. Natalie is the most beautiful young lady in this deal right here. Mike doesn't look so good, even though they're dad and daughter. It's the big show, baby! Greetings from Mike Silver's Twitter dashboard. It is Blocktober. You're here on the Pass It Down podcast and you know exactly what we're about to do. Let's get after it. All right. So I'm really excited to introduce this next user. This one is maybe my favorite out of everyone. This one is at, and I want everyone to pull out their phones right now and look him up for yourself because there's so much good content. This is at Chase Deemer. That's D-E-A-M-E-R. And his name on Twitter is CD10. So we actually have dedicated two slides to him because there's a lot. The first one that I saw was him replying to you about something saying you're a problem, to which you responded, I am. With three exclamation points. Because, yeah, I'm not going to block him for you're a problem. I am a problem, especially if you are a Trump-loving, cult-worshipping bigoted, racist, um, snowflake piece of shit who wants to step to me on Twitter. I am a problem. Yeah. So I checked out, I did some digging, and the first thing that popped out to me um, is his bio. It said, red is my favorite color. Dad, what do we say about red? Um, I would say better dead than red, and that's not an anti-communist Cold War uh, homage. That's just the Cal Stanford thing. Yeah. Um, And then there are a couple of tweets that I pulled. There's one that says from October 4th, pussies in California, pussies run California. That's for sure. Thank you. Well, I actually know the governor. So that he's not that. That's not a pussy. That's not. Oh, he he tagged our governor, Gavin Newsom. Uh, Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, that's disrespectful. Um, Gavin Newsom is a very strong guy and he's he's brave. This one might be Oh, and my he's favorite. an anti-rioter. Yeah, he thinks... Yeah, he well, thinks- I, I'd just like to read it for the people. It says, riots take more lives than they pretend to care about. Peaceful Wait, protests save how more do lives. Riots, how, do riots, how do riots care about something? Does he mean rioters? Dude, I don't know. But he uses another white finger pointing emoji. Yeah, Separates the cowards from the crusaders. This is the real America. Okay, he's gotta go. I hate yeah, he's this gone. guy. He's gone. Nothing as, well, he uh, as, said, as the late, great well, Jerry Garcia said and Bob Weir and the Grateful Dead uh, and Robert Hunter's beautiful lyric. He's gone. Nothing's going to bring him back. He's gone. <laughs> and just, you know, as we say goodbye to him, I just want to I want to pull the one more tweet that um, he tweeted at you. He replied to another thing of yours. And he said, go ahead and block me. You're doing it with such savvy spelled S A A V Y and disregard right now for anybody that has an opinion that you hate, particularly because you're liberal. I think that he doesn't, he just doesn't get it. Um, I said, I'm liberal when it comes to blocking fake tough guys who come out to play in the mean Twitter streets and demand cinematic Twitter deaths. Hold me. You'll be with me forever or not by now. Kissing emoji, sad emoji, <laughs> peace. Dad, why don't you introduce our next uh, fan, I guess? Um, let's see. This looks like, um, oh, we got the journalistic uh, integrity questioning, although he's not questioning mine. Dustin Heiser, H-E-I-S-E-R-5. 
one of the five, at least, Dustin Heisers on Twitter. Um, I, I tweeted something from the Associated Press, um, and he said, because an, quote, AP source, close quote, is reliable these days. So, you know, listen, I wrote blocked on Twitter. I don't know if I actually was going to block him for that. I probably wasn't. He probably did something else. But, you know, questioning my journalistic integrity, automatic block. But what's happened in this era where a president and his many enablers and worshipers have just decided that any media account that is not 100% propagandized and favorable to them is therefore fake with the mantra fake news, um, they're in that same camp. So um, I'm going to just end it now. He can go back and hang with his all media is made up crowd. Uh, looks like he's a Charlie Kirk fan. I see that you said um, he told Charlie Kirk who I blocked sight on C- or with no interaction. I just saw that douchebag tweet a few times and I was like, well, he's clearly a racist bigot piece of shit. So he's gone. Um, <laughs> he said, I tried most. Yeah. He, he, he tried to tell Charlie Kirk that he had done something heroic by engaging with me. I'm sure Charlie really gave a shit. Maybe he did. And then he wrote, then he took a screenshot of the Mike Silver blocked you, which is typical. And he said, my day has been made, crying faces, laughing, crying faces, all because I said that an, quote, AP source wasn't reliable anymore. Yes, that is actually literally true. Um, Dustin Heiser, I will miss you. I'll miss you. Well, oh, and one thing that I just wanted to point out too, Dustin Heiser is literally retweeting Project Veritas, which is known for producing deceptively edited videos about media organizations and left-leaning groups. Literally, the definition. Irony Irony is not good. Oh, here it is. I've been waiting for this one. Uh, Tell us about our next person. So this one is from at... Music, that's spelled M-U-Z-I-K, to drive by, and we're using the number two instead of T-O. So that's music to drive by. And the name for this is Space Age Pimpin. And Space Age Pimpin said, in response to something, he said, classy, with a white thumbs up. I'm sure you've waited months and months just to tweet that, didn't you? Demon rat! Okay, one word. I think it's I think he's trying to I think he's one of those people who's decided that he's going to call Democrats demon rat because it, you know, kind of lines up with some letters. Yeah, um, never but, heard that. but demon rat, that could be a band uh, as my yeah, friend Dory. My friend. Hello, Dory. Stockholm. We are demon rats. There you go. They could actually open for Spinal Tap, I feel like. Yeah, my friend Dorizin, uh, at Dorizin, D-O-R-I-Z-I-N-N. She is uh, my first Twitter friend uh, and and actually is the person who taught me Twitter because when I got talked into doing it, uh, I interacted with her at some point and uh, I think she was, I was like, I don't want to do this. And she's like, I'll teach you how. So I, I actually learned about what a retweet was and all that very, very like 11 years ago. So now I've actually invited Dory to analyze some of the Blocktober tweets throughout this month and give them grades. Wow. And, and she's been fantastic. So everyone follow at Dory's in if you can, if you want even more Blocktober. Um, he's saying that one. I waited I, I, months. 
Yeah, Space Age Pimpin, Demon Rat Guy, Music to Drive By Guy is saying that I waited months and months to tweet something about Trump and COVID and a contradiction, I think is what he's talking about. So um, that would be interesting. I have not waited months and months assuming that President Trump would have COVID and also be denying it at the same time and talking about how strong he was, although it, it follows that, that being said, when you were walking around maskless and making fun of everyone else who wears a mask, I, that, it's just kind of like an educated guess, maybe, that you would eventually contract it. But again, I'm yeah, not a well, scientist. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, um, my original tweet stands on Trump and Melania. I um, yeah. I want a full recovery for any COVID sufferer, no matter how much I may detest them. I thought Michael Che had a great line on Saturday Night Live in the premiere this past Saturday. He said, I don't want Trump to die. He said, I think, you know, you all would join me in wishing him a lengthy recovery. I think that's, uh, that's, that's yeah. pretty good. Um, yeah. So we want to um, see him live. Wait, so I got I got this next one. This one's a really special one for me. Okay. So this one is from at Patriot Wario, like Warrior without an R. Sixteen. That's Patriot Wario sixteen, and they say, as long as that dry hump Hugh isn't coaching, the Browns will win the division. Right. Now, so. I, I get less of these because Hugh's been fired for a while, and I blocked most of the. Barat, you know the the legions of people who just want to take any opportunity to rip on him and tell me about it. But what happened was I tweeted something nice about Odell Beckham Jr. and the Browns who were winning a game, and that should have been like a uh, if you're a Browns fan, should have been like, oh, that's nice uh, that National Football writer and analyst is saying something nice about the team I like we're winning but he took it as an opportunity to uh insult my friend go out of his way and call him a dry hump um the Browns won't win the division by the way because they're probably the third best team in the division but they're they've they're off to a three and one start and Trump Pence is this profile pick he does have two followers so I'm gonna let him and his um community listen I'm blocking. Listen, I, I know this might ruffle some feathers here, but what's wrong with a good old fashioned dry hump? There's nothing wrong with that. Right. I, I don't mind the act. I just, he's trying to insult my friend by calling him that as a noun. As long as that. You know what's also, you know what's also interesting about if the. He brand, said, the if uh, he said, if he said Hugh, if he said Hugh and uh, his lovely wife, Michelle, uh, were hanging out on the couch and one thing led to another and. A certain event a happened that was less, you know, intense than probably their usual uh, amorous interaction. I'd be like, oh, okay, I like that word, but it's uh, it's it's the usage here. Um. Yeah. Exactly. What's What's interesting is that all of the haters in that department, a lot of them have already been blocked, which is evidenced by like when you've reposted that sangria photo of you two looking like little lovebirds in Vegas. Um it didn't get a lot of hate. So that tells me that the blocking is effective. Yeah. And, and I All will right. block each and every person who goes out of their way to tell me that they, you know, detest Hugh Jackson or think he's a joke or whatever. 
And and, and that's just a separate side rule. I've had enough of the Hugh Jackson after many, many years. He's a very good man. He's a very good coach. He he had a rough go in Cleveland. And when you lose in the NFL, you get fired. So I get that. But to have him turned into a caricature, uh, there were a lot of circumstances that uh, were not, uh, you know, that were outside his control. I'm tired of defending it. He's a good person. You know him, Natalie. And, I just I'm done with the Hugh Jackson, uh, yeah. you know, attacks on my timeline. So if you want to, if it's worth it to you, and you want to go out with a blaze of Hugh Jackson attack, then have at it. But you probably won't last. Okay, this one's funny. <laughs> um, so this is from Chad Fisher at CJ underscore Fisher twenty four, and he says. I've never seen a grown man find so much joy in blocking strangers on social media and making it publicly known. Listen, um, I don't think I'm going to block him. He's complaining. It's grievance culture. But I think he may be um, misunderstanding the emotions that go on when I block people. It's not joy. I mean, I'm not taking... I, I make it publicly known. There are a lot of people who follow me on Twitter who like it. Lots, you know, some clearly don't, and then they're free to unfollow as my bio urges. Like but, but you know, the the cinematic <laughs> Twitter death is fun, and um, it's not so much joy. It's just diversionary chuckling, and then it's over. So uh, I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna let him live uh, for now. But uh, yeah, he's just. I think also he was maybe even like shyly kind of asking for a cinematic block. So I don't think we should block him. And I gave him, and the, Dad, like, I gave him the, the cinematic reply. And um, I think the, the insult was the grown man. He's trying to say that I'm childish. And <laughs> there are times where you could accuse me of being childish. Um, I don't think Chad Fisher is the one to to judge it. Um, it's kind of annoying. If I, I'll try to somehow remember this guy, which I won't, and if it happens again, or if he does something else, he might get muted. But I, well, and I guess by the I'm way, Dad, Dad, you mentioned that you know a lot of people do like Blocktober and like seeing you block things. I actually, you know, just being so dedicated to this podcast and this episode, I actually texted some of my friends and acquaintances and asked people to kind of provoke you on social media to get good content oh, for this episode. And I'd like little- to shout out. <laughs> I'd like to shout out Ron Jobbert. You can search him. He has some really funny tweets. And I reached out to him through a friend, a mutual friend named Rosie. And he said, no, I like that guy. I'm not going to do it. Oh, my so- God. I, I love him. What a good, what a good, good guy. By the way, uh, CJ Fisher 24 is blocked. Uh, I looked it up. <laughs> His next tweet was currently Mike Silver behind his keyboard. And it wasn't a reply. It was to all his followers. And it was Mr. (laughs) Rogers putting on a clown mask. And I just simply, I didn't even, I didn't make it cinematic the second time. I just replied to him, I'm going to miss you. And and so it ended. So he, he shot his shot by trying to call me childish. It, he was going to get away with it. And then. You know, Mr. Rogers uh, took him down. Here we go. Now we got uh, a very recent one from at Armstrong Steve A. And he, I don't know what he's replying to, but he just replied to me. um, You once was my guy for football analyst. And now you are not your you are a huge POS, which is for a piece of shit communist with exclamation points five yellow 
fuck you fingers. So um, a lot to unpack. Um, so wait, 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 wait. You think that everybody should have health care or <laughs> well, oh my God, education? Well, you have to understand like the whole Red Scare thing growing up. That was a right wing you know, lunacy staple about how horrible everyone's a commie and, you know, the irony well, of the irony of now enabling and supporting a president who um, openly colluded with uh, the former Soviet Union, now Russia and Vladimir Putin. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, no, no that's cool. It's cool to, to well, also, ask for Russia's help in an election. Also, you mean like, you know, how the Soviet gulag rounded up peasants and laborers and dissidents into labor camps and prisons? Like, I don't know, kids in cages, ice, anyone? Like, what the Yeah, fuck? but he did He did call me a piece I of mean, shit. It's, it's kind of touching that he tried to tell me that I used to be his guy for a football analyst, albeit in butchered English, that could mean he's foreign, it could mean he's a bot, it could mean he's just a super dumb white American, probably the latter, but um, <laughs> I'm not touched that I once was his guy because he clearly didn't know me. Um Huge piece of shit, and the the five middle fingers is enough to get me blocked. Communist doesn't freak me out. I am anti-totalitarian, so if your thing is like, oh, you know, communist meaning dictator totalitarian, like, say, Vladimir Putin in a former communist country, um, yeah, that's an insult. Um, I just I retweeted it and wrote, I am moving up in the world with a – with a big uh, muscle, like the, the making the fist. So um, he is not blocked yet. I was saving it for this moment. Um, the, his, re, his top tweet, not, not reply, but his top tweet is a retweet um, of Donald Trump about how the Republican national convention blew away the democratic national convention, although not in ratings, which is what Trump cares about. So Steve A is gone. Um, bye bye. Bye. bye, I'll bye. Miss you. Um, oh, we oh, still have, still have more. Okay, um, <laughs> yeah, but we have a few more. I retweeted Joe Biden saying something that I thought was important about healing and COVID, and he retweeted this guy um, at h o w i i six seven. Um, just retweeted Biden a picture of Biden. I, I guess it was a Kamala tweet I retweeted, and he retweeted a, to me and Kamala or replied a picture of Biden stuffing a big ice cream cone in his mouth. And I wrote, that's the best you got. But then I think it degenerated and he posted something horrible and then I blocked him. So um, sadly, um, it ended poorly for H-O-W-I-I-67. Um, yes, what I retweeted was the Biden-Harris plan to get coronavirus under control includes Free COVID-19 testing, treatment, and vaccines for everyone. Wow. What a horrible, horrible uh, yeah. sentiment that our, our hopefully future president and vice president want to test you, treat you, and vaccinate you against this horrible, deadly disease for free. Yes, that is uh, certainly something to attack. Uh, somebody else replied to that at Philly Philly. 202 replied and cheating. So I'm not sure what the diss yeah, is, but know, I just want to say that, you know, I did do my due diligence. I did stalk his page and I noticed that he retweeted a shag mag 
contest entry for a year of free issues. And, you know, there's no shame in that. I once retweeted a deli to have the opportunity to race Marshawn Lynch in a sandwich eating <laughs> contest. But um, I, the one thing I'll say for uh, Howie67 is that maybe he just truly doesn't give a fuck and is shameless on social media. So I don't know. That would be well, that would be. My well, well, I'll never know because I no longer will ever see his feed and he no longer will ever see mine unless, you know, every once in a while there's a clemency. If someone figures out a way to apologize to me and seems sincere and the offense wasn't like racist or bigoted, like it was something, yeah. you know, less than that, then I have been known to unblock if you really, really, you know, I like apologies. I mean, I'm not perfect. All right. So back to Philly, Philly 202. Blocked already. Let's go. go. Philly's gone. Blocked. Uh, He's gone. Let's go to, um, um, oh, MLRCLE. looks like another Clevelander. Uh, So I, again, tweeted something upbeat about the Browns and their 3-1 start. And he felt compelled to tell me, MLRCLE, I'm sorry, I enjoy you, but it's Blocktober, so I have to remind you, Stefanski, that's new Browns coach Kevin Stefanski, spelled wrong. It's spelled S-T-A-F instead of the correct S-T-E-F. So I have to remind you, Stefanski won three games in his first four with the Browns. It took Hugh 40. I wish you well. And I replied, you have to, in quotes? Okay, Fat Nat Silver and I will assess this on the Pass It Down podcast and decide what I have to do. I wish you dot, 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 well, not much of anything because I really don't care about MLRCLE other than this important decision, Natalie. So what do you think? I told you the Hugh Jackson thing. He was going out of his way to dis Hugh, had like the least talented roster ever by design of management and thus had a hard time winning, whereas Kevin Stefanski has a much more loaded roster. Um, I wasn't mentioning Hugh. I wasn't talking about – I wasn't comparing him. MLR, CLE just had to take that moment. And this is kind of like the Cavs fans who'd been waiting forever for their one championship. They finally got it. And instead of being able to be euphoric and enjoy it, as we would if Cal went to the Rose Bowl and never be sad again or mad. It was, ha-ha, the Warriors blew a 3-1 lead and and remains that way. So, which made me not, you know, think that many Cleveland fans are worthy of that great moment. So, I just feel like this person's kind of shitty, but he did say enjoys me. I don't know. What do you think, Nat? I think there's definitely he, some coded racism in Seems to be anti-Trump. He's got a retweeted a couple of 2012 um, Donald Trump tweets that look ridiculous now. One ripping Obama mm-hmm. and one talking about Biden being a seasoned debater. Um, it looks like it looks like he is a lib. So I think I'm just gonna let him live and with a warning. So MLRCLE, I won't remember you, but if you ever step to me again on Hugh Jackson, it will probably end. He seemed to be saying it's Blocktober, so I'm willing to take my block for the team. But when people really want to be blocked, I usually don't do it because fuck them. So uh, let's keep him alive till the election unless he offends in a different way. 
Awesome. So our next guy is at JXN2333. And I think he might have had you confused with Google.com. He said, <laughs> has any professional athlete even been hospitalized with COVID in any sport? And I do, I do use that line. So thank you. Um, I, I think you have me confused with Google. So that's annoying. Um, I think he seems to be questioning, uh, COVID. So that makes me want to, uh, you know, block him, but I, I don't even know what to say. Like lots of young people died. He was replying to me. I was talking about, I, I use the rough night line again yesterday a rough day for the uh any quarterback can win in the Patriots system Brady ain't all that crowd because a couple of Patriots Mm -hmm. quarterbacks were really struggling on national tv and somebody said if Cam plays it's a blowout meaning their new quarterback Cam Newton who is a former MVP and is a very good player but he's not he didn't play because he contracted COVID which of course we wish Cam Newton well that's horrible um and I decided to be a smart ass and retweeted it and said, if Cam listened to the president, he'd probably be out there crying, laughing face. So, which is true. Donald Trump is saying, don't be afraid of COVID. And he's taking his mask off, you know, while he's still contagious. So if Cam listened to President Trump, he probably would have tried to play. And this guy replied, has any professional athlete even been hospitalized with COVID in any sport? I guess that's his big gotcha. So it's at least a mute. Um, he seems to, well, I, he seems to, he seems to think that anyone who has COVID, um, is fine. It's not a big deal. And he replied to Kamala's tweet about the free COVID testing. How about free flu shots for everyone too? So, wow. Seems like a really entitled, you know what? I just... I don't like them. I want to block him. And here's why. Here's why. And here's why. I just want to remind people again that COVID infections and deaths and the extent that someone gets sick, that's completely tied in with another American narrative of like socioeconomic class and race and upbringing and level of education and access to healthcare. So professional athletes do have the privileges of being taken care of by the team doctors of the most of them have enough money or well enough money to survive. And um, all of these other factors, if you're looking at who is more disproportionately affected by COVID, it's people who are of lower socioeconomic classes, people who are obese. Obesity, by the way, can stem from a number of reasons, most of which are related to class and race. Like it's so interconnected and so intersectional. And so for people, I I know a lot of people who are even very close to me saying, oh, well, you know, COVID's not that bad. You just get a little sick. And then most of the people we know get over it. Right. That's because you're hanging out with young, fit white people. (laughs) I agree. Um, And move on to the next slide, which is simply a Trump, a graphic of a Trump MAGA train, Trump on the train with confetti, and it says Trump 2020. That was this person's reply, and it's at Ravens N Terps. So Baltimore Ravens and Maryland Terrapins. At Ravens N Terps just wanted to tell me that the Trump MAGA 2020 train is alive and well. So uh, that person is blocked because 
uh, overt support of a overt racist and bigot is not going to work for me. Um, and I think and that looks like that looks like it's it. I think that we've done like the Lord's work here. I think we have clearly um, done what we need to do. And um, and listen, it's only been the, the month is young. So keep it coming. There will be many, many more cinematic blocks to come. And uh, Natalie, thank you for your help and for bringing attention to so many of these heartfelt um, sentiments here on my Twitter feed. Hey, Mike, you're welcome. And like I said, I just wanted to give you the safe space to explain your process and your creative flow. And I really just wanted to give the people an intimate look at what it's like to be a professional blocker. So thank you guys for listening. And we hope you all learned something. And happy Blocktober, everyone, from us to you. Rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen, one of the all-time greats.